Greenbush serves learners of all ages by working with schools, communities, and agencies statewide to ensure equal educational opportunities for all. This podcast will focus on the best part of our organization, the people. With nearly 500 employees, we have a lot of good people, and this will be a way for us to shed some light on the amazing things that they are doing. Welcome to the good people of Greenbush. Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Good People of Greenbush podcast. I am your host, Ronnie Williams, and for this episode, I've got the great Tanya Smedley joining us. Tanya wears many hats at Greenbush, and she is passionate about helping people, both as a school improvement services administrator and with the PDP toolbox. Not to mention, she is also a huge Chiefs fan, so she is definitely a good person in my book. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Ladies and gentlemen, I am once again very excited to have another good person from Greenbush. Nay, maybe a great person. We, we're going to go with great person. We might change the podcast just for you. It's Tanya Smedley. Thank you so much for joining us today, Tanya. Well, thank you for having me. And no, I'm a good person. I'm not a great person. <laughs> All right. We'll lower the bar just ever so slightly just to stick yeah, with the name that we've it. developed for the podcast to this point. So first question, and it's like a whole bunch of questions rolled into one. We've got your name, so we need your job title. And you have multiple job titles because you have a lot of hats that you wear at Greenbush, the degrees and credentials you hold, and where are you located? Where in the world are you located? All right. So yeah, I'm Tanya Smedley. Um, I'm starting my fourth year with Greenbush. I am located at the Girard campus. Um, and I am a part of the School Improvement Services team, better known as the SIS team. I am an administrator on that team, as well as um, I am the PDP uh, Toolbox Coordinator. So I get to work with um, Ginger and Lisa, and then our programmers here on site in Gerard um, to help manage and run the toolbox. And that's a really, really small thing. Like there's like maybe what, two or three districts that take part in PDP toolbox, real, real tiny, right? Exactly. Just somewhere around 130 plus. So <laughs> it, it, it's a lot of fun. And there's um, always emails to answer when it comes to the PDP toolbox, because licensure is a very, very important thing. Absolutely. Yeah. It keeps the wheels turning uh, literally in the state of education for, for Kansas. So let's talk about what you did before Greenbush and also tell us what degrees and credentials you hold. Okay. So prior to coming to Greenbush, um, when starting out in with my educational career, which was just a few years ago, um, <laughs> I was an elementary teacher. It's just always been um, a passion of mine to help students. And so um, started out as an elementary teacher and then went back and got my um, administrator's degree. So my master's um, in uh, educational leadership. And so became a curriculum director and then um, an elementary principal. 
And then I've also uh, been a virtual school director. So I've had that actually K-12 um, realm. And, you know, it, it was awesome because thinking about elementary, that's always been my, my first love and my passion um, where that heart is. But then, you know, when you actually get to uh, be a part of the, the middle school and then, you know, that high school realm, you, you just find you enjoy that as well. So you're always, it's because you're getting the opportunity to work with um, teachers, you're getting the opportunity to work with students. And then even like when we ran the virtual school and I was a director of that, then it was adults coming back, you know, to get that high school diploma. And so, you know, that was just, that was very rewarding and it was a lot of fun. Very cool. Yeah, your experience absolutely covers the vast expanses of education from the youngest of children all the way up to adults. That's awesome. Very, very cool. Uh, guests do get to choose a random icebreaker question, and we chose a good one for her. I can't wait to hear her answer. If you could go back in time and give your 18-year-old self one piece of advice, what would it be? That piece of advice would be to, you know, never give up on on your dreams. You know, one of the things that I, I always wanted to do was become a teacher, but I had I just let some things get in the way and thought, oh, you know, um, maybe I'll take a different route. And so started out um, thinking, okay, yeah, I'll be kind of a go into um, being like an administrative assistant, doing some things like that, because then I could follow my husband. Um, into, you know, where he was going to go in education and just other doors opened. And it was like, you know, I, I could then go ahead and become, you know, that elementary teacher and, and pursue um, that dream. And so, you know, you, you think, oh man, I haven't figured out. Um, I really didn't. And other doors opened and just made it to where I could then, you know, be um, that elementary teacher um, helping students because, you know, when you come in, when you, when you get into this profession, you normally go into it, you know, there's, there's reasons. And I had elementary teachers and, and even high school teachers as well, but that were just very instrumental um, throughout my life. And it was like, yeah, I want to do that. So yeah, that's what I think. So yeah, just don't ever give up. Don't ever give up. That's, I mean, that's solid advice, no matter where you're at, but I am curious. Let's, let's say, I mean, you're, you're on the right bus. You're on the right seat on the bus. You're doing exactly uh, what it is that you should be doing. But if you didn't pursue education at all, what do you think it is that you'd be doing right now? I would probably be working for an oil company. Oh, um, no. Mm -hmm. a big Seriously. evil oil company <laughs> well but at that time it was a, a really booming business and i yeah. had the opportunity ronnie to to probably make some good money and yeah. i gave that up because it, it just because of just that time and said you know that opportunity arose and went into education so i keep thinking i could be making a lot more money than i'm making now but <laughs> i am pretty happy maybe living in florida i don't know but yeah i'm in kansas Says every educator uh, at, at one point or another throughout their career, I could be making a lot more money, you know, like doing something else, but it's all about the passion and doing it, you know, it for is. the kids and, and just being fulfilled with, with your work. And mm -hmm. speaking of that segue into our next question, you, like I said before, you do wear a lot of different hats at Greenbush, a lot of different projects, teams that you're involved in. Uh, we want to talk about what you're passionate about work-wise, what it is that you're doing that, that just, you know, you wake up in the morning, you're like, man, I'm really excited about doing that. I'm just excited about the opportunity at Greenbush to be able to come in and help people. 
you know, you go from being that teacher and you're helping students to in that administrative role where you're, you're helping, you know, you're helping teachers and you're, that's going to trickle down to those students. And then having, having the opportunity um, to come to work for Greenbush. Greenbush is, is all I've ever known when it comes to professional development. And it's always been a place that it's like, you know, I'd really like to work there. Um, one of these days, you know, and you think about, okay, retirement and yes, I'm, I'm, I'm close, but not there yet. Um, and so when that opportunity came and um, I accepted that position at Greenbush, I was excited to, to be able to become a part of another team, another family that um, their drive is to help people. And so, you know, we're going to take care of you. If you have a question, we're going to do our best to answer it. We're going to do our best to help. And if we don't know the answers, we're going to do our best to, to crowdsource and research and find, you know, those answers to help districts. And so now I get the opportunity to go in and help, you know, administrative teams as well as teachers be the best that they can be or, or to, you know, to strive to be the best that they can be and hopefully provide them, you know, with the resources that they need that's going to meet, you know, their needs and, and the needs of their district. You know, it's funny, uh, almost verbatim, the exact same experience that I had, you know, when looking at Greenbush from the outside is like, they look like they have a lot of fun. It looks like good times and they're helping people and it just seems really, really fulfilling. So I totally am with you on, on that one. And we talked, you know, the, the more specific, like what's what you're passionate about. I want to dive more into uh, PDP toolbox specifically, because that's something that, you know, hundreds of uh, literally over a hundred districts are using that service right now, but there are still other districts out there. There might be individuals that don't know what that service is, PDP, even what that acronym stands for. So if you could break it down for us, kind of give us that thousand foot view of what the service is and, and what kinds of things that you guys provide. All right. Well, you know that I like to talk. So but <laughs> talk PDP away. Toolbox, I love it. Um, I get the opportunity now to go out and do training for the PDP Toolbox. I tell people when I do my training that um, I know nothing but the, the toolbox, because that's what I was raised on, you know, coming up through, you know, the educational realms and, and ginger, you know, we always knew about ginger, uh, but the PDP toolbox, that is your professional development plan. That is where we have a platform where we're going to house the professional development points that teachers need for relicensure. And normally, you know, when you think about a teaching license, it's five years. And so those teachers have that, you know, they've got five years to get the points that they need. And again, it's going to depend on the license or the, sorry, the degree that they hold for the, the number of points and or college credit that they may need for relicensure. So um, Greenbush um, then houses what's called the, the PDP toolbox. So the professional development plan, we call it a toolbox, but it's where they house the transcript where you're going to accumulate your points. And then from that, we're able to send that or your district is able to send that to KSDE to the licensure when it's time to, uh, when it's time for your renewal. There's so many different licenses out there, Ronnie. So it just continues to change. Um, and evolve. And, and when you think about, you know, the points and things that, that you might need for that. Um, and so, you know, we're there to help. Um, we provide the training. We provide, you know, the behind the scenes help with getting everything set up. 
Um, and, and it's really an easy, it's really an easy platform um, to use for teachers. And then again, for your professional development councils, which are also known as your PDCs, um, we provide that annual required training from KSDE um, for your PDCs, as well as for those professional development council members. Um, also, it, it the toolbox is easy because that's where they're going to go in and they have a process where they approve points. And so, you know, it, it's just, to me, it's very user-friendly. It's very, you know, easy to utilize. Coming from the perspective of somebody that used it as a, a, just a classroom teacher to just a building principal, just being able to attend professional development and the members on our PDC would take care of writing up those events. So they would type in, you know, we're doing training on Google Classroom and here's how long it took. And this is the location that it was. And literally all I had to do was open up PDP toolbox and type in a couple of notes about my specific experience and then submit it. And then it kept track of all the points. And then whenever it came to renew my license, literally all I had to do was click one button, request a transcript or something like that. And then good old Ginger, God bless Ginger. My gosh, she's amazing. Uh, she got all that information sent over to me and to KSD for me. It was just, I, I can't imagine it being any easier and I can't imagine districts uh, just going, going without it. And it's gotta be because they just, they just don't know about it because it is, it is so easy. I love that, that system. Yes. And, you know, you talk about, you know, um, the good people of Greenbush. Okay. Ginger is a great person of Greenbush. There you she, go. She's going to be on the show. <laughs> she is amazing. And Ronnie, you're exactly right. We always depended on Ginger to send that brown envelope. Well, guess yep. what? Now it's all online. So yep. there are no more brown envelopes that you're getting from Ginger, you know, to send. Um, you do all of that through either your PDP toolbox or whatever other platform that districts may use. We're all partial to PDP toolbox, but you know, you know, that's sure. just how it is. Yep. Um, but it, it's so easy now. And transcripts now are all required to be in your, in your professional development plan. Um, KSDE likes to call it an individual professional development plan, but now it's, it's embedded within it. So you don't even have to send transcripts anymore from the colleges unless KSD requires it because you type it into the toolbox now or you know your platform so it's even it's even easier Ronnie now you know to be able to do that and one of the really cool things with with the PDP toolbox is the fact that you can't mess up because guess what we're here whether yep. it's myself Lisa McAtee or Ginger to go in and we can make those adjustments. And it's more of just a, you know, a click of a button for us compared to teachers having to go, okay, can you send that back and go back through that process? We're able to adjust it. They send us emails and we take care of it on our end. So again, you know, it's just that providing that, hopefully providing, you know, good customer service, um, you know, to our districts. Absolutely. Having that ginger insurance plan is always a pretty solid plan to have. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. And it's fun um, to work with with our team of people, um, you know, within the PDP toolbox. For sure. For sure. Let's switch gears just, uh, just slightly. I want to talk about another acronym and that's SIS, School Improvement Services. You're an SIS administrator. I'm curious about what it is that, that keeps you busy there? I know that everybody that's an administrator on that team kind of has different things that they specialize in and go out to districts and present on. So what is it that you do for the school improvement services team? 
Well, um, when I was hired four years ago, um, I was just like Ronnie Williams in, in regards to, hey, you know, being a part of the, the SIS team. And I was going out providing that professional development to districts. Um, and then you switched roles. I'm coming in. Um, so, yes, uh, part of, of the school improvement services team is the fact that, that you know, it's our jobs to go out, um, help districts in the planning process um, each year as they think about the goals for their districts and striving to help them meet those goals. Um, we provide the, the professional development. We can go in district, provide that, and as well as we provide um, workshops here on our um, Greenbush campuses. So we have um, here in Girard, also Lawrence, and then we are now offering and, and hosting workshops in the um, Circle District. Um, provide, they are providing us space. So we're ha housing workshops in the Circle District out by Wichita. And then as well as we still do host workshops in um, the Manhattan area as well. So there are times that, you know, we're on the road um, in four different locations, Greenbush-wise, and as well as, you know, out in those districts, providing um, the professional development that, uh, you know, that those districts are needing. Um, we started out three years ago, a team of about five. Um, what are we up to now? Uh, eight? Uh, besides going up. It is, Ronnie. It's <laughs> crazy. And so I, I have backed off a little bit, uh, um, when it comes to providing the professional development, um, I'm spending more of my time in districts, helping districts uh, plan the professional development. So then I get to assign um, the rest of our members, you know, to that professional development, depending on what their wheelhouse is and, and um, assigning days on the calendar, you know, those and setting, setting that up with districts. And so that's been kind of a switch um, this year, we're trying something uh, new, uh, Jennifer and I are, and so um, it's been a lot of fun being able to to be out there and, and working with those districts, thinking about, you know, we really want to hone in on what are your goals, and then so how can then we, we um, develop the professional development to go with those goals and provide, you know, that, that need for each individual district, which can be quite an undertaking because we're all also, we're expanding too and, and getting more districts. Very cool. That's that's a neat position to be in. That was always one of my favorite things to do was to go out and, and sit down with individual districts and just talk to them about, well, hey, what are your goals and and what kinds of professional development would you like to have this year? And and really feel like you were moving mountains because, you know, like teams would get together and, and there'd be this great synergy and and conversation. And that's that's really cool. I didn't I didn't know that that's kind of where the direction that you had gone. So I learned something new today. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it has been exciting. It's still a work in progress. We're still trying to, you know, figure some things out um, because, you know, it, we used to divide and conquer. Yeah. Um, and, and so we're kind of be that point of contact. Well, now we're trying to to, you know, scale back on that and maybe have one person because, again, we need others out in districts, you know, providing um, just, you know, those those different work shops, those different wheelhouses, because there's just so many different things and needs that just, you know, districts are wanting. 
Yeah. And the power in that too, is that if it's one person having all of those conversations, you probably get pretty savvy at having those conversations and also knowing, well, Hey, here's what, you know, your neighboring district is doing. So, you know, something that you could potentially think about. And that just kind of brings in all of that, that past knowledge, instead of having everybody kind of sharing that load a little bit, but having like one expert. And I know that you're awesome at, at planning and having those conversations with districts. So once again, I'd say you're on the right seat on the bus there. Well, and it's fun too, because, you know, you know, as a former administrator, it's hard to um, just, it, sometimes it's hard to keep up. All right. And, and same thing with teachers. And that's one of the things that I tell them when I go out to train or when I go out to meet with districts is a fact that, yes, I'm busy. I'm busy, too, but it's a different kind of busy. And when I actually have days like this that I can be in my office and I'm not on the road traveling, um, it is so cool to let me do the research. Let yeah. me go out and find it. Yes, you might be able to, but you don't have the kind of time that that I have to be able to provide that. And so for me, I get really excited um, because it's just it's fun for me. And, and that's kind of what helps to drive, I guess, you know, that passion of wanting to help others, because, you know, there's just times it's like, OK, I, I can't I can't do any more. Can you help me with this? I sure can. Here's that article. I can grab it and I can shoot it to you. Where was this at? So, you know, that that's that's also gives you that good feeling as well as just being able to to help. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And another area that you help in that just kind of got wrapped up that I wanted to touch on a little bit is the textbook and vendor fair resource extravaganza. I probably butchered the title of that, but I'll let you tell us more about like, what is it? When does it take place? And what would people be uh, getting into if they decided to come to it next year? We hold it once a year. And so it's normally been in November. Um, we house it um, two days in Girard and two days in Lawrence. And so vendors are invited to attend our fair. Um, basically, you know, when you think about um, just content area, um, curriculum resources, um, supplemental resources, assessment resources, things like that, different um, platforms. And so those vendors are all invited to attend depending on, you know, the week and, and if they can make it. We normally can house anywhere from, we've had 15 to, you know, 24 vendors um, setting up in our Gerard location, as well as our Lawrence location. And then we just invite districts to come in and um, bring a team if they can to just come in, talk to vendors. It is their time to um, talk to vendors. There is no workshop going on whatsoever, no conference. It is districts and vendors. And so they have that opp opportunity to meet with them. Vendors can put on presentations and you walk away with lots and lots of samples. One of the things that happened um, with the textbook and vendor fair, because it's always been something that Greenbush has had every year. I remember coming to it as a, a teacher and even as a principal. But when COVID hit, we had to make some changes. And so, you know, we attempted to try online and wasn't as successful. We had to end up having a lot of, of recordings, you know, some things like that. Um, but it led to a website. And so we have now created a website, you know, on our Greenbush website that is the textbook and, and uh, materials review. Pretty cool. Check it out um, because here that's where our vendors are housed. And so we're able to, to have that. We, we house it all year long. And so that's where we send districts to. 
um, if they are if they're needing contacts for vendors, or also there's all kinds of resources on that on that website, uh, so that districts can go in and see well you know what other districts are using um, this this resource that we're looking at you know purchasing, and so vendors are on there as well as the contact information as well as videos um, for them to watch, links for for districts to check out. So when if you missed it in November, you weren't able to come. You we we send them then to the website to check out to contact. So it's a win-win for both districts and vendors. So we house that every year. We will um, revamp it next August to September, and then you know getting them ready for um, the vendor fair in no in November. And it looks like I want to say it's like the week of the thirteenth next year. Um, but yeah, we set up two days in Girard. It's normally the Tuesday, Wednesday. We travel to Lawrence and we're there Thursday, Friday. So vendors and districts are provided breakfast and lunch and then, you know, all kinds of um, free resources to take home. I did not know about the website. That is really cool. I'm on it right now. So if you go to greenbush.org and then hover over educator professional development and then underneath the school improvement services heading, it says textbook and material review, and holy cow, all of that information is just right there, nice and handy for people to go in there and say, hey, I want more information about Amplify or Houghton Mifflin, and it's just all there. That's awesome. Very cool. No, it is cool. I said, you know, it was like, oh, darn, you know, we didn't like how how that um, worked out as far as trying to do it virtually, but yeah. um, but. We just said, hey, well, we'll just keep it on the website, you know, um, re put these recordings on there. And so it's just kind of evolved um, each year and just gets better and bigger, I hope. Um, but, you know, we're able to send, you know, districts there immediately. So, yeah, yeah, that's really nice. I mean, that's that's a nice hybrid approach, because, I mean, when you're reviewing materials and things like that, of course, you want to go and you want to see as much as you can and you want to take back stuff. And man, those vendors bring a lot of stuff. <laughs> but if you miss the opportunity, you can always go to the website like like now, like anytime it's there, contact them and, and they can get you hooked up with some good stuff. That's really, really cool. I love that. Um, let's wind it down. But before we do, we want to talk about a specific success story. You've been at Greenbush for four years now. You're in all kinds of departments. You're doing cool things like making websites having individual conversations with districts you is is moving the needle still a term that you guys are using frequently within SIS i would say you're moving the needle so if there's a specific success story that you'd love to share with folks i would love to hear it right now every day there's always you know some fun exciting thing it seems to happen you know when you go to work or um even driving um but i think you know when you get that when you get that thank you in that email or you get a thank you card, Ronnie, you know, in the mail, just, you know, thanking you for the vendor fair. You know, I have a card setting up on my I'm on my shelf and I would have never even ever guessed that. But, you know, and it's like, oh, you know, thanks. Um, you know, because again, just that, you know, you know that hopefully you're taking care of someone, or at least, you know, you took care of someone. Um you know, another success story might be, you never know with Greenbush if you might end up on the side of the road um, talking on a cell phone yep. and and um, praying that you don't lose service when you totally miss something that was on your calendar and you're on a <laughs> Zoom on your phone, you know, and you're talking PDP toolbox and you think, oh my gosh, I just totally ruined um, I just totally ruined that opportunity, totally. And I was just mortified 
one of the things when I got home, my husband said, I was telling him, cause he's like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, you'll never guess what happened to him. And he's like, hmm, guess you'll check your calendar next time, won't you? <laughs> That's not what I wanted to hear. But Ronnie, about three weeks later, I get an email and it's like, hey, you know, um, we've decided that we want to we we want to uh, move to the the toolbox next year. So can we, you know, can we set up a time to meet and start that planning process? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, because Ronnie, that was not a good thing. <laughs> like, I didn't feel like it was. Yeah. You're like, I and, don't know how I closed that one, but uh, now, you close. when I was meeting with that, that um, individual, he's like, Tanya, I don't know that you'll probably ever live that one down. Will you? And I'm, like, I'm not, <laughs> but it worked. Uh, but I, I know you, you're, you've probably already found ways to make it up to them and, and we'll continue to do so uh, moving forward. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> Lots of chocolate, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's the thing about Tanya. I used to share an office like space area with Tanya whenever I had an office uh, on campus there. And if you are ever in Gerard or, or if you ever cross paths with her, you can guarantee that she's going to have some chocolate on her to be handing out because i mean there was always just a gigantic bowl of of chocolate on her desk did that stem from your days as a principal or did that go back to teaching or, or what's the story there no exactly ronnie it stemmed from my days as a principal you know um chocolate was always on my desk so that and my doors were always open um and so you know if teachers needed to come in paras anyone you just needed you know um, some time uh, to collect yourself or just to chat, there was always chocolate. So yes, and I just brought it with me. And it's what I and I also take it with me to professional development days too. We all need chocolate on those days, right, Ronnie? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We always need the chocolate. I think that's that's a beautiful place to end. I think that that summarizes Tanya very well in a nutshell, that she's always going to do whatever it takes uh, to make the people that she works with happy. So, Tanya, is there anything else that we didn't cover today that you would like to share with anybody? I don't think so, Ronnie. I just thank you for the opportunity for um, letting me be a part of this. And and it's been a lot of fun. Well, good. Well, good. It was it was my pleasure. I'll hit you up for some chocolate the next time I'm there in Gerard. Stop by. It, it's here. <laughs> Not a problem. Awesome. Whether it's taking a Zoom call on the side of the road or providing delicious treats for folks to enjoy, Tanya's career is defined by a history of high quality service. She loves what she does and it's very evident in the way that she talks about her work that she cares deeply about making a difference daily as a good person of Greenbush. If you have any questions or suggestions for the show, please don't hesitate to reach out to me at ronnie.williams at greenbush.org or at Ronnie Loves Tech on social media. Thank you for listening to the Good People of Greenbush podcast. <laughs>